You know what, Sam? What? I think we beat the odds in Vegas. Yes, we did. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we're back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. Uh, Sam, boy, we ended that road trip with fashion. Great two wins, both against the uh, Arizona and Vegas. I thought the Vegas win was a lot more impressive than the Arizona win. Uh, But uh, I'm happy we ended that road trip uh, with two wins out of a possible three. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, you um, needed to get four. I think we both said at the beginning is you wanted four out of six. You got four out of six. So I think we said we would have accepted maybe three. But you win two of the three games, you get four out of six possible points. You get to come home against a team you should beat in Chicago. Um, We're going to see the next one, as I tweeted out today. Um, tomorrow or tonight for your listening to this. So we'll get to see our first time seeing Connor Bedard in action. And we get lucky. He's actually going to be playing. I think that's kind of cool. Um, I do too. I know a lot of people hate that Bedard gets all this attention, but it's cool to go see him. So I'm looking forward to that um, as well. Yes, definitely. Uh, first things first, podcast news. We have a great uh, sponsor with SeatGeek. You get 20% off of your first purchase. Just use code Kaniac Report. All one word. It's a great deal. You should use it. And we also have a link for donations in our episode descriptions, which is a PayPal account. Uh, again, if you feel like doing it, that's awesome. It's for the cause of the podcast. Uh, so now, Sam, we have some NHL news. Um, this was reported last night by Elliot Friedman, but apparently uh, negotiations between Calgary and Noah Hannafin just have not been going well, and Hannafin is indeed going on the market. Now, this is not a player we are going to get because we don't need another defenseman. <laughs> I don't know. Don Waddell might be like, you know what would make us even better? An eighth another, defenseman. Yeah, yeah he'd be like – and here's, okay. here's if you're going to get Noah Hannafin, it's because you're moving on from somebody else that's exactly. on the roster. So it would be a swap. So if it's like, oh, well, Noah Hannafin's younger than Shea, so it makes sense to go trade Shea for Hannafin, and then we'll each extend, and then that's it. That's the only instance where Hannafin comes back to Carolina. Teams I think Hannafin more realistically goes to, and I think if Carolina – and if I feel, I feel like if this management core liked Hannafin, he would have been here still. But instead, they went with Ducky Hamilton. I don't think so, they like Hamilton, personally. No, no, I don't think so either. I don't know. <laughs> I think he goes to New Jersey. I, I think New Jersey is the team that he ends up Toronto at. Toronto is another team. I don't know if – I don't think Hannafin is the kind of defenseman Toronto's at. After – I think they're looking more at, like, Tanev or Pesci. If they can get a defenseman, it would be one of those guys. Um, Dallas is looking for a defenseman. Maybe Dallas, uh, a team that might need a little bit. And New Jersey's MO is offense, so I, I just see – I feel a fit there. Um, they're not really looking for more defensive defense. I think they're trying to outscore their problems, which is if you look at their roster makeup, that's what they have. Toronto recognizes they can't outscore their problems anymore. So I feel for them. 
Hannafin doesn't make sense. I think if they're going for a Calgary defense, it's probably Tanev. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Sam, it is official that the 2026 All-Star game is gonna is going to the Islanders. Um, it's a New York team, so I don't know how people feel about that, but I'd rather have the Islanders do it over the Rangers any day of the week, twice on Sunday. So I just think it's stupid. The Islanders hate markets like that. It could be stuff. worse. It could be like Toronto. It could be the Rangers. So that's how yeah. I. I would say maybe move it to uh. Ooh, maybe Tampa. Yeah, maybe Tampa. Colorado. I, I do like smaller know markets. We will so. be having an All Star game soon within what the next five years because that was part of the plan. Yeah. So hopefully we see something like that in the next couple years. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. I I don't care too terribly much about the All Star game, but I'm more excited about the Olympics and next year's four country. Like the showdown. Off. Yeah, that that I'm excited for. Um, I think that's going to be more entertaining than the All-Star game. And I heard that this All-Star game, the 2026, I was looking at some stuff online before we did this podcast too, Sam. I feel it appears that they're going to make this an international focus to prepare and as a launch for the Olympics. So I'm like, that's awesome. So yeah, that is great. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Yes, definitely. And Sam, we already talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, but it is official. Uh, Columbus will be um, uh, getting an outdoor game. Yes, they are going to have the outdoor game. I think that's pretty cool. I will actually be tempted to go to that um, as well because I think that would be fun. Uh, it's a great atmosphere in that area, in that stadium. As someone who grew up with family. Uh, who who are big Buckeyes fans and big, uh, you know, love that rivalry between the Buckeyes and the Wolverines. It's pretty cool that this is an Ohio versus Michigan game, which is Detroit. So the Blue Jackets will take on the Red Wings in that stadium. Um, exciting. I might have to get myself a ticket and go. Yeah, I, I don't know how the price is going to be because, again, the NHL does get revenue. The league itself gets revenue off of outdoor games like this. So I don't know how the price is going to be, but I would think it wouldn't be as bad as the Carolina outdoor game. But no, well, I think it'll be oh, just no. because it will be because of who they're playing. It's they're, it's going to have that draw of that Ohio State-Michigan. Well, it's yeah. going to have that Ohio State-Michigan rivalry feel. So I think that's going to draw the crowd. It could because they're yeah, gonna they're gonna they're going to draw on that one hundred percent. They're gonna use that in marketing. They're gonna use that for everything. So it'll be fun. And like I said, I would love to go. I you know don't really have a won't really have a, a a snake in the fight or a dog in the fight. Really, you know, it's just going to to watch two up and coming hockey teams because Columbus is young and talented. Detroit's young and talented. So. It'll be an exciting game. Like I said, I might try and go depending on what ticket prices look like. Yeah, definitely. Detroit's a little bit farther along in their rebuild than yes. does. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of all for uh, NHL news. In fact, since we're staying on the topic of Columbus, seems like Carolina might have some interest in Boone Jenner. I think that is an excellent player. I think he brings leadership abilities. I think he can 
He has some goal scoring in his game. He's a, I think he's a two, honestly, I think he's more of a two way type of player. But yeah. I, I'd like to get Boom Jenner. I think he'd be excellent for the Hurricanes. Yeah, it sounds like they're not all that interested in moving him, which I understand. Um, and they're looking but, for a GM, and Ray Whitney's name was brought up. Yeah, Ray Whitney. I could also see a couple other another name that hasn't mentioned, and eventually I'm sure he'll get a spot. Eric Tolsky, I'm sure we'll get an interview there. Because um, eventually he'll get his own spot, as long as it's not in Carolina. Um, yeah, you're, you're going to be happy when he uh, moves on from Carolina, aren't you? Just look, I appreciate, I, I've said this before, <laughs> I appreciate everything that Tolsky and Don Waddell have done. However, they have been incapable of getting the job done. So, yes, it will be eventually time to move on from him. I don't want him as the top guy here. I think that's too dangerous when you're too analytical. I think it causes problems. But maybe right now, for a rebuilding team, maybe Tolsky. And I think a Tolsky, a Don Waddell are good fits there. Um and you don't know. I mean, maybe they do move on from both or one of these guys in the summer, and then they interview in Columbus. Columbus is pretty. Columbus is pretty desirable place. Elliot Friedman said that to go be a GM. So, yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, go cool for Whitney. That'd be pretty cool if he got a if he was a, a GM. Uh, I've always yeah, been would. a fan of him. Yes, but of course, uh, apparently, I think they are looking for experience. But um, another Hurricanes piece of news, Sam. One year ago was the amazing outdoor game. Um, I think that is amazing that it's been one year. Um, I feel a little bit old just saying that it's been a year because it feels like it's been yesterday. It was it was cold, but cold. <laughs> it was so enjoyable, and Hurricanes even won that game. They dominated that game, I thought. Yeah, it wasn't um, even close. It was a fun exciting action-packed game uh love that we love that we got to experience it yes definitely um and i cannot wait for another outdoor game to come here because it will sometime in the near foreseeable future uh so yeah that is all for uh her nhl and hurricanes news now we're going to get to the two wins but before we do, let's get to our sponsor. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. 
Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 24. All rights reserved. Okay, Sam. Uh, Two hurricane games. Now... For the record, before I even say anything, um, I have been with family uh, this weekend. So there was part of a game that I didn't get parts of some games I didn't get to see because of that. Uh, But I got to see most of the both both games. And Sam, I know uh, the last game that we'll discuss. uh... (laughs) I fell asleep after the second. I was tired, man. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I did. I did watch all of the Coyotes game, though. That was a good game. Yeah, so for the uh, Arizona game, um, I basically turned it off when we were up five to one because I was like, I just can't see Arizona um, coming back from this. And um, I was hanging out with my family too. So so I kind of stopped uh, watching after we scored that fifth goal. But uh, Sam, uh, um, the person that started in goal a little bit shocked me. Uh, it was Kachekov. I thought we would yeah. play Kachekov against Vegas. <laughs> Maybe they felt like, you know what, we've given Kachekov all of the tough assignments. Martin handled himself exemplary, you know, against, against Boston. Boston. So, Boston. So, you know, we figured, okay, he can do it against Vegas. And oh my goodness, he did it against Vegas. Outstanding. Probably one of the best goaltending performances from any goaltender on our team this season. Oh, he was I know. He's very good. good. I mean, hold on. let me see if I can find the stat from last night that I just thought was wildly impressive because, I mean, it, it was just a mind-boggling. And, I mean, it, it just it made sense. I was like, okay, I believe this. And it was the goals saved above average. Let me see here. Yes, and uh, while you... This, uh, this was it, all right. So he was .967, and he was 3.06 goals saved above average. Wow. Vegas should have scored three goals more than they did. So they would have won four to three. So the only reason we win that game is because Spencer Martin was outstanding. Right yeah, now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be completely and brutally honest. I believe he is our third best goaltender or our second best goaltender right now. I don't count Anderson. I think he's, he's hurt. He's not ready. Doesn't sound like he's anywhere close. If well, you, you, can't, you, can't rate, you can't rate Anderson because he's been out for so long. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And the way Rod talked about it, it sounded like he's nowhere close to game readiness. Um, but I think Spencer Martin's better than Ronta. Uh, granted, it's only two games, but I think right now the two games he's played have been against very good teams. And when he did play against very good teams against Columbus, he did pretty well. Um, he and beat Vancouver. Boston before. Yeah. He, he, he played for Vancouver. And from what I've heard from a popular Vancouver fan and the hockey guy, <laughs> apparently um, he is really good when he plays, but you cannot overplay him. So, Which is fine. I mean, she's a solid capable backup goaltender that's what you want you want a guy who can come in do that every three or four games right that's all you want from a backup that's something cam Ward never had which is why he played 60 70 games a season 
And we were just never able to because we never had reliable backup goaltender. The closest thing we had to it was the Lack and Hudobin eras. Those are the two best backups Cam Ward ever had. And I, they thought were Hudobin, still I thought Hudobin was better than Lack. <laughs> Those were the two best, and both of them were better after I think they left Carolina. But yeah, at the end at, at the end of the day, Martin's a solid goalie. He's acceptable. He's what you wanted a backup. And and if Anderson comes back, you're not carrying four goalies. As absolutely horrible as it sounds, I don't think you can justify waving Martin. I think not that's too risky. Yeah, I would. Why and why would you wave a goalie who doesn't have a history of injury problems, and keep three goaltenders who have histories of injury problems, and Kochekov? And Ranta and Anderson. When Aunt Ranta is a bump away from breaking, Anderson, same thing sometimes. You need Spencer Martin. So if you're sending someone down, I don't think you can justify sending Kochekov down. He's been very, very good. And I think at the end of the day, you got to look at reality and say, okay, if I'm having to potentially lose a goalie, I'd rather lose Ranta. Mainly because even Martin. then, you really don't want to lose a goalie. No, I don't want to lose a goalie. It's just an interesting situation. So this is what I think happens. If Anderson comes back before the deadline, plays a couple games, I think it's unlikely, but I think it's possible. So if Anderson plays a couple games before the deadline, looks good, I think it's possible you see one of our four goaltenders moved out. Possibly. And hopefully maybe to be addressed with maybe more goal scoring because I still think we need a center. Yeah, and if Carolina feels the goaltending is is acceptable with a Kochekov, if any combination of Kochekov, Anderson, Martin, um, and Ranta, again, it would probably be three of those four, you'll be okay. I you think probably okay. trade Ranta, to be honest, <laughs> if you really think Spencer Martin has been playing great. Yeah, and you can trade Amazing. you could trade Ranta for something small. At that point, you're moving him out for cap space. Yeah. or a prospect or a late pick, and then you just kind of use those assets and cap space in order to address the other issue, which, like you said, would be a second-line center. I just don't know. I just right now I don't think there's much of a second-line center out there. Some people like Schmaltz. If you listen to Adam Gold, he's not big on him. Um, Adam Henrique, he's fine. He's an older guy, solid, Boone capable. Jenner. Boone Jenner, I think, could be the best available option Columbus would have to be willing to give him up. And if they're already a bit eh on wanting to give him up, you know, that asking price is going to be very, very high. And Boone Jenner yeah, is not will. worth like a Natchez. At that point, I would say, okay, you want a first and maybe a third. I'll do that. Or a prospect. A sure. Prospect, maybe. Because okay, he, he has sure. Carolina's willing to do that. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, and I think that's fair, and I feel sorry for KK because I honestly think he played okay against Arizona and against Vegas and just can't buy a goal. At some point, one's going to go for him, and hopefully once that one goes, he just kicks it up a notch. But if he doesn't, by the time you get to the deadline, I don't know why you can't address it. And if they want to be cheap, Eric Stahl's not signed yet. Very capable guy. Yes. Uh, so let's get to the Arizona game just real quick here. Uh, Marnock scores with what 15 seconds into the game, very quick goal. Yeah, against this impressive team. 
Yeah, impressive. And I heard this while listening to the broadcast. You want to know who leads the team in goals in the 2024 calendar year? Martinuk. Martinuk. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Quite a bit of goals lately. That's awesome, but highly unacceptable. If you're Sebastian Aho, Seth Jarvis, and Andre Svechnikov, I'm and Tara Vinen. Tara and Natchez. Natchez, yeah. Now Jarvis, I'm I'm not criticizing him as much as the others because one, it's Jarvis, and he's been playing freaking amazing. Uh, but he's actually producing points though. And but if you want to say, yeah. if you want to say a guy who needs to really pick up the goal scoring, Aho uh-huh. and Svechnikov. Those two, they those two need to be scoring, and they should have more than eight goals. And since calendar year turned to twenty twenty four, yeah, I, I guess I, they don't. I agree. I I, I completely agree. Uh, but yeah, Martinuk, he's doing great from Shea and Stahl. Chaffield gets a goal from Natchez and Drury. That's one of those goals where Natchez did pretty much all the work. He was trying to go in for that super move that he does, uh, but he actually passes it to Chaffield. It goes in. Uh, that's two nothing now. Gunther scores for Arizona, and it's I a will good goal. say it was a good goal. I will say this: I thought Carolina defensively weren't really looking sharp in no. this game. But again, against a team like Arizona, it you can still. I'm not excusing Carolina, no. but you can still play just good and still win because of how good this team is. Yeah, and Arizona's not all that great. I think they're a good up-and-coming team. I think they'll be a playoff team next year, uh, whether they're in Arizona or Kansas City or Utah or Atlanta or still in Arizona. I don't think it matters. I think they'll be a playoff team next year, probably a wild-card team, because they'll be able to address some things this offseason to really, I think, move in that direction because I think the West overall is a weaker conference than the East. Um, you got a A lot of good teams. physical, too. I think the West is a little bit more physical than the East. Yeah. And I think they'll be a playoff team next year. I really do. Um, I think they're capable of that. They have a lot of, again, Logan Cooley, Dylan Gunther, Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz. Um, They have a lot of great players. I know Schmaltz, a lot of people in Carolina either really, really like him or really don't. Schmaltz is a very good hockey player in Arizona. He's been very good there for them. He didn't look good against us, but no, he wasn't. But it was also a Against Carolina, um, people some people do and don't like Vimelka. Uh, I don't think Vimelka wants to be there much longer, so I think he's kind of phoned it in. I think you could tell by his reaction on one of the Hurricanes goals. He just kind of rolled his eyes like, I'm done. Um, and you could tell. I mean, they weren't giving him any help. Um, no, they weren't. But, again, Carolina only had to play good against Arizona. Yeah, they could have. An amazing game. This was not an amazing game, in my opinion. This no. was just a good game. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all you want. That's all I wanted. I just wanted them to come in and get two points. I don't care if they won two to one or they won five to one. It didn't really matter to me. Yes. Now I now what's great. Uh second pier, Jarvis, he scores. And then you have Tara Vinan scoring on the power play. So power play is hundred percent. And then just to put more salt in the wound, you have bunting scoring from Netras that go that leaks through five hole on Vimelka. So that's I mean. We won that game uh, pretty um, handily there. Yep. Uh, now, the Vegas game. Spencer Martin's playing. Um, I think all of us had a little bit of cautious optimism heading into this game because it's another great team that you're playing Spencer yep. Martin in. But he is the reason why we won that game. 
Yes, like I said earlier on in the episode, he was like over three goals saved above average. Wow. <laughs> like yeah. wow. That is the game. That is that stat defines the game, right? It does. easily defines the game. And Spencer Martin deserves all of the credit for that game. Yes, uh, I fell asleep before the third, and I but I did watch the goal. Jarvis had a great, great hardworking shorthanded goal um to make it two to one which ended up being the game winner but you're not in that position you're not in a position to win this game unless spencer martin is elite exactly and he definitely was what's interesting about this game too sam is i thought the hurricanes were playing uh were playing really good as the game was going along first period not good just not good. Lots of just defensive miscues in our own end. And Marcus Holt, he scores. But I thought once the second period started, we really started to see Carolina showing their game. Um, and Svet, she scores a beautiful backhand goal that ties at one to one. And then in the third period, you have Nason scoring from KK and Netris, and you have Jarvis scoring on a shorthanded goal. Like, wow. And and Vegas, I mean, they were trying. They were really trying to um, pull their goalie toward the end, but we just helmed them in their own zone. Canes got better as the game was going along, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, I think we still need a lot more from that Ajo line. They started um, waking up a little bit, I thought, in that game. Tomorrow's a good opportunity. Tomorrow or tonight, as you're listening to this against the Hawk, Blackhawks, it's going to be, I think, a, an important game. Yes. Um, and I think that's what you need at this point, right? Um, go out, have a good game. I don't think there's anybody on this roster who needs a good game as much as um, yes, Barry Coke and Yemi. So tomorrow is a good he opportunity. He did almost score. Too. He did almost score. I know he had it. I about jumped out of my chair. And this is like late at night. I was about to go crazy for KK. Um, but yeah, I want to see him play well. And I, I think tomorrow is a good I opportunity. I thought that line was playing pretty, again, the whole team was playing better as the game was going along. But um, I mean, what I've noticed too, especially with these two games, Sam, is there was a line change. Foss is playing with Svetch and Ajo, and you have Tara Vinan playing with KK. Now, it's obvious here, Brendan Moore did that to try and get KK on on a good run. Um, and to, I'd probably I mean, put him with somebody honest, a little bit more capable than Tara Vinan. I probably would have tried to put him with Natchez, but Yeah, but that, that jury line, it's just, it's really good right now. So I understand mm-hmm. not having to um Mix that lineup because it's Bunting, Drury, and Natchez. Yeah. Natchez, I mean, he's consistently proving to be a very good player so far. And you know, I know right. you've always wanted Fast on the first line. And yes, now I you're did. getting and you're getting that now. You're seeing again, he's capable of that. And I think it was something a lot of Hurricanes fans weren't aware of. But if you knew where Fast came from, he played with the first line in New York. Panarin and yeah. um Zabinajab. Yeah. So he's capable of first line, and he's a skilled hockey player. So good for him getting a shot on the first line. I hope he plays, continues to play well. I thought he had a couple of good opportunities last night too. 
Yes, definitely. And I mean, another thing I want to talk about too, but probably end with this. Uh, but I thought the penalty kill was it just continues to be superior and elite. We didn't get a power play that game against Vegas, which interestingly enough, I think Corey Lavalette tweeted this out. But the last time Vegas uh, did not go to the penalty box was, I believe, March. First, which was against Carolina, and we oh, lost. Big old shocker, and we lost two to three. Big old shock there. I'm not saying that there's a consp conspiracy because I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and I just don't like conspiracies. But it it, it is interesting. I actually, I mean, did you see that Svetch penalty where Aiden yeah. Hill chopped his? Oh yeah, leg yeah, absolutely. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I honestly think the officiating against Arizona and against Vegas weren't very good. Um, I think those are two of the more poorly officiated games in the last probably month. That I Carolina didn't mind the Arizona in. game as much, but just the Vegas game. I was like, man, they've, they've taken a few penalties. but Yeah, no, they did. And, and Aiden Hill should have gotten a tripping penalty. But, you know, you won the game, so fortunately it didn't affect you. But you need to hope that that's not going to be the case going forward. Yes, definitely. But yeah, that was just uh, two great games where we won, and now you're going to be going on another three-game homestand. Yep. So it's Chicago Monday, Florida Thursday. That is going to be a tough game. They won yeah, they just, two against Tampa. Yeah, they blasted Tampa out of the water. It wasn't even close. And I think Tampa Bay was the home team. Yeah, they were. So I'm just like, holy crap, Florida is coming at you. And then we are playing Dallas on Saturday. So another I mean, tough this game. Is, this is a tough, tough homestand. So you want to get two points tonight, which we, yeah. will be tonight. You want to get two points against the Blackhawks. Uh, you want to go in there and show Connor McDavid, like, hey, you might be up and coming, but we're now. So yes, we that's what you got to do. You got to go beat Chicago. And, and we'll see our old friend, Peter Morazic. Yeah. And when one of the, I would say, when one of the games against Dallas and Florida, I would accept if you can get both games to overtime, even if you lose them both. I yeah, want again good. that gets you the four points out of six again. You want on this little mini homestand. Yes, and now the next week is another road trip, but I believe that's a little bit of an easier road trip because we play. I know Columbus on. Um, I, I believe we play Columbus. Yeah, we're at Columbus. It's Buffalo. Thursday. So we have the back-to-back -back Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we're home against Dallas Saturday, away and Sunday against the Sabres. And then we go to Minnesota, and then we go to Columbus. That's a winnable road road schedule right yes, there. Yes, absolutely. Should be anyway. Yeah, it should be. You never know with this team. I always have cautious <laughs> optimism for a reason. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, that is all for this episode. Uh, we will see you guys Friday. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, Check them out on Instagram and Twitter at The Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.